Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Tourism Forum with me, Hannah E. A podcast for the people, by the people. So you may be asking yourself, why me? What qualifies me to speak on tourism? Well, let me tell you, kind listener. I have worked entry-level jobs and studied in the industry for the last seven years. In 2018, I graduated with a master's degree in tourism and events management. And while I lack in experience, I certainly gained in knowledge on future consumers, especially when I wrote a 15,000 word dissertation on millennial and Gen Z travel trends and their expectations for the industry. The purpose of the podcast is to interview people within the industry, everyone from entry level employees like myself, all the way to the industry big cats, in order to understand and influence development within the industry. We're also going to be talking skills, courses, theories, and an array of other things. I hope to showcase other countries and what they're doing across the globe, not just here in Wales or the UK. I plan on releasing a new podcast every two weeks and a blog at least once a week. And I plan on posting on my socials constantly, of course. So today, because I have no interview lined up, I'm going to talk about the elephant in the room. That's coronavirus. It would be easy to say that no one could have predicted a global pandemic. Everyone I know, young and old, have all said that they could have never anticipated anything like this, or have never seen anything like this previous. It's safe to say that the industry, like many others, has suffered due to coronavirus, but we don't really know particularly to what extent yet, because we're still not out of it. It's like Schrodinger's cat, it's both dead and alive, but we won't know until we actually physically take off the lid. We're just over halfway through the year now and the global revenue for travel and tourism has been estimated at 447.4 billion US dollars in 2020, which is a decrease of 34.7% from the previous year and was previously forecasted to be 712 billion dollars. There have been major job losses worldwide. I should know, I've been let go twice because of coronavirus. It's an estimated 100 million job losses worldwide. So it looks pretty bleak at the moment, I know. And this isn't going to be quite the standard recession that we'll end up having. Because with the last recession we've just had, even though people were very poor, they still used what little money they did have on leisure activities, such as cinemas, meals out and staycations with family and friends. But with restrictions, it will be hard to accomplish, but there is a glimmer of hope. Now we're starting to see change. As a bid to help the hospitality sector, the Chancellor has just launched the Eat Out to Help Out scheme, which is to cut the VAT rate applied to the food, both eating in and takeaway, for accommodation, attractions and restaurants. Uh, This will be cut from 20% to 5%. That's a major decrease. From 20% to 5%. The scheme provides a 50% reduction to sit-down meals in cafes, restaurants and pubs up to the value of £10 per head across the UK. This initiative will support 2.4 million staff across 150,000 businesses and the VAT cut will also help households by saving £160 per year 
I know that doesn't seem like a lot in the grand scheme of things, but I spend at least £200 a month on going out for food. So that's like almost an entire month for me. And this is going to last until the 12th of January 2021. Another great scheme that's being set up now is the We're Good To Go scheme. If you haven't heard of it already, I suggest you go and check it out. Because it's in a way in order to tell your consumer that you're ready for their custom again. I understand with laws changing that it's not really necessary for a business to have this. But in my opinion, I think it's going to be worthwhile. Because it shows patrons that you're giving... you going to give them the extra mile um all it is is a checklist a 20 minute application and then you get a certificate at the end and i truly believe it's going to be gold dust because the more businesses use it the more consumers will be looking and then you'll stand out i don't mean to peer pressure anyone but i recently did a survey the findings i'll end up putting up as a downloadable pdf soon enough to my website but it clearly shows that people are choosing cleanliness and safety as their top priorities when they travel now so having a certification like this is going to speak volumes also another spot of good news you haven't heard but because of the uncertain future for foreign travel this summer it has led to a boom in sales in motorhome and caravan markets as Brits look to vacation close to home. Motorhome dealers, classified advertising websites, and manufacturers are all reporting increased interest, according to an investigation led by Car Dealer Magazine. So that means that people will be traveling across the UK and spending that money on secondary spend, like food, attractions, landmarks. And if they don't buy the caravans, they'll end up renting them. Or, if caravans aren't their style, they might spend it in hotels, B&Bs, hostels, and even going self-catered. And that's great news for all those barn conversions out there. People are looking towards the future. So should you be. Even though my findings said that people were more likely to stay at home or stay or staycation because of coronavirus, there were a small number of people who said that they would still like to travel abroad despite there being no vaccine or any cure as of yet. So you may have heard or seen about the UK government setting up uh, travel corridors or um, easing up on restrictions for non-essential travel. Um, so I'm going to try and explain it. On the 4th of July, the travel advice changed for the UK with exemptions for traveling to certain countries and territories that are no longer pose a high risk to British travelers. Places such as France, Italy, Spain, and Croatia are some of the main countries that are exempt. No travel is considered risk-free, the government says, but at the moment, the government has provided us with a checklist. A travel corridor, uh, if you don't understand is like a list of countries and territories from where you can travel to from England and may not have to isolate which makes more sense than what I thought it was I thought it was something to do with those tunnel things that you get when you go off an airplane <laughs> um, so I don't know don't ask 
So there's a full checklist with a multitude of other checklists that's available on the government website. So I'm going to go through them now. They're all quite self-explanatory, but I've got a few points anyway. Um, so before you travel, when you're abroad and upon arrival. So first of all, uh, before you travel, keep up to date with the developments of your destination before your trip. So if you're going to France, just keep up with what they're doing. Um, find out about any entry restrictions, screening or quarantine requirements on arrival to that country that might affect you. Follow the safer air travel guidance, so that's like putting on masks on planes. Um, um, you know, and then consider your own health uh, requirements and circumstances. Um, check if your accommodation provider is um, and their safety measures and read advice from local authority. When you're abroad, comply with measures at your destination to manage localised breakouts. Um, if you test positive when you're out there, it's likely that you might have to stay there for treatment and recover there. And then upon arrival, you'll need to follow the rules for entering the UK. You must provide your journey and contact details up to 48 hours before you're due to arrive. And you may have to self-isolate 14 days after. Those who aren't comfortable with the prospects of travelling abroad, whether it's for health and safety reasons, or the fact that that all that I just said sounds like a lot of hard work and not a holiday at all. There have been real increase in VR and virtual tours being used as a way of tr to travel at home. Can you just imagine seeing Venice or Brazil from the comfort of your couch? Sounds like a dream, right? So that's why I believe in the three A's. Absorb, advance and adapt. We must absorb what is happening to the industry, listening to what's happening all around us, adapt to the newfound circumstances and advance through. I truly believe that being innovative, accommodating as well as following restrictions, we will come out of this stronger than ever. We, go, we won't go back to where we were, but because of this intrinsic desire, this internal pursuit of happiness that is in everyone, we will always be a place for tourism in the, in the hearts of everybody. We saw it at the end of two world wars and we saw it at the last recession. We'll see it again. Okay, so I'm going to cut this by here for today. But you can keep up with the podcast and blog on my website. That's going to be hannaevephotography.co.uk. I have a dedicated page to that um, on my website. Plus all my socials, the Tourism Forum on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Any thoughts, comments or questions, DM me on any of the platforms. I'd love to hear from you, no matter what. Otherwise, thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. Peace out, everyone.